Alright, so it is currently 7.40 p.m. on a Monday night, two days before this was due, and uh, I'm Julie, and I'm Georgia, and we're going to do a podcast about animal symbolism because of our great English teacher, Ms. Busby, who likes to make us The think. phone went off. No, did it? Oh, it's still going off. Okay. <laughs> 20 seconds in. Okay, Georgia, what is your favorite animal? Well, not only my favorite animal, but I know most people's favorite animal, right off the top of their head, they're going to say a dog. One of the most popular household pets. And there's many things that dogs symbolize and how they're similar to us. And Julie's going to tell us a few things about that. I think one of the first things that comes to my mind is, I mean, I feel like everyone has heard the saying, a dog is a man's best friend. And as I've like gotten older and realized like I have to start taking care more of my dog that we have at the house that they really are some of the best creatures that you will encounter and I personally feel that way but if you think about it which I never really thought about it so um I looked we had to do this this. but animals and humans are very similar it's kind of weird obviously we're not yeah obviously animals and dogs that's what I mean but like we're built the same uh, no, 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 we're not. <laughs> it's okay. We're just, okay, anyways, we're not built the same, but, like, we both we both need food to survive. We both need water, and we both need sleep. And if you think about it, we don't communicate in the same way, but dogs still communicate just like other animals communicate, just like humans communicate. We just don't do it in the same tone, the same language, anything like that. But to me, that's crazy because they're dogs, but they're very intelligent. Like, pigs, to me, are very intelligent. The only difference to me is that, like, humans, we obviously have a more advanced brain mindset. But that's a lot of similarities. Because dogs are very loyal. They're very protective. Very protective, yes. like humans. And they're very emotional. You know, they cry when you leave. They do. Stuff like that. Just like a kid would do. They're like a toddler. They're basically... My... Goose is running around here somewhere. He's finally <laughs> leaving us alone the one time we're talking about animals. But what's crazy to me is I don't think some people realize that dogs really do get upset on certain things. And they don't, they make mistakes just like humans do. Like, this is, to me, in my, the way I think, this is very messed up. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, okay, the, yes. the people that live a, half a block down the road from me, they have a beagle that is probably, like... 14 years old and I it has been outside the house for the like the last year and I didn't really notice it until like about last summer and it has stayed chained up on by a tree the only like protection it has from anything is definitely the trees and it's crazy to me that this dog has never been inside the only time I didn't see it outside was when it was snowing but when it rains at night it's cold it's super hot it's always outside laying in the same spot now, the last few weeks, I haven't noticed it being there, but I don't think these people realize that whatever that what for whatever reason that dog is locked up, I guarantee that a year of being chained up, it's learned its lesson. Yes. And that, um, the first thing when I heard about this topic and that we were going to have to do a talk was, and when we decided to do dogs and everything, them being chained up, is like, What's sad is that dog probably didn't even do anything that bad. It did not deserve to be locked up its whole life, not go in the house, anything. Exactly. The dog probably did one small bad thing. It probably, it 
didn't think about what it was doing. It just reacted probably in a situation. It might have snapped at a little kid or something if a little kid ran at it, you know, like dogs do. And it didn't have time to think about it. It just reacted. And not saying all um, people who commit nonviolent crimes don't think about what they do, but sometimes it's going to be just reacting. I mean, like a mom... I mean, a mom stealing food for her kids, like, that's just them reacting. That's their motherly in- instinct when they don't see any other thing to do. And then that, them seeing that as their only option, that's what they're going to do. And then them getting locked up for such a long time when the punishment could be a lot less and then be on probation or we have facts about this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I completely agree with your, what you're saying because, like, 41% of convicted and unconvicted jail inmates back in 2002 had currently or had current or prior offense. Yeah, like, they, they there's no reason they should have still been locked up. Like, the number one nonviolent crime in the U.S. is shoplifting. And those people get locked up for a lot longer than what they should. Yeah. Like, if you look at what people think... We need to spend less money on locking people up in prison for nonviolent crimes. Like, someone, like what you're saying, oh no, I stole a sucker from a store when I was 10. What are you going to do? Throw me in jail? No. That's where your mom, make, my mom makes me take it back in the store, apologize to them, and so I can. And then you be, never do it again so in your be, life because you were so embarrassed of the time you had to take a sucker back okay, in the store. Okay, the real story though, it was a pack of gum. It was my grandma, and it was Country Mart and Lawton behind one of her. But like, oh, excuse me, but like. Like what George is talking about, a mom going in the store and stealing something, and there's really, there's just not, like, their kid is sitting on the side of the road in a trash can starving. What are you going to do? Let your kid starve? No, you're going to go do something about it. And yeah. it, sometimes it has to come down to doing the worst for the better, you know? Yeah. And so, like, they shouldn't be locked up for, she shouldn't have to go to jail for that. No, she should have, you know... You- you should ha- you should be punished to an extent, just not as great as an extent as what's put on them. Exactly. You have to understand someone's... There's always a reason for someone doing something. Yeah. You have to understand their circumstances, you know? Yeah. And, and just like the dog, it did probably did not deserve to be put out for the rest of its life because of probably one measly little thing. Like, that's probably all it did. Like, it probably genuinely... It's a beagle. It can't be that bad of a dog. Or just the parents... Yeah. They just didn't care. They're like, just maybe it would die sitting out there. And that is really what makes my stomach just hurt. And the thought of that, I don't think these people realize that it's just a dog. I mean. But it's not just a dog. (laughs) That's the thing. But you have to realize that, like, your kids are going to grow up the way you raise them. Dogs are going to behave the way you raise them. Yeah. If if you raise your dog, like a lot of people think pit bulls are the worst thing ever. I have a scar across my nose from when I got snapped at by a pit bull. But that's because they had, that dog had been trained to protect that family. And when I got too close to the little girl that was my friend that I was staying there with, that's, it it just didn't like, he didn't try to hurt me. He just snapped at me and I was just too close. I won't, that does not change my opinion on pit bulls at all. I think they are great dogs. It just depends how you raise them. Yeah. Like, come on, chihuahuas are like the... (laughs) (laughs) I do not like them. I don't. No offense to anyone that has a chihuahua, by the way. (laughs) Miss Bessie, if you have a chihuahua, I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, 
I don't know, Yorkies are probably, I mean, I just the only kind of dogs I've had. And, like, Greyhounds, a lot of people think Greyhounds are just awful. But I think they're really sweet dogs, at least the ones If I you have. read something about weenie dogs being stubborn, definitely believe that. 100%. 100%. <laughs> no doubt about it. I just think that dogs get, you know, certain dogs just have labels on them. Just like certain people have, like... Yes. You can look at someone and be like, yes. oh, your last name, your uncle, your great uncle from like yes. the 1700s stole my uncle's car. Which <laughs> or means you're just a terrible hearing that person. they went to jail, not exactly. understanding what it was for. Like, there's a big difference between going out and murdering someone <laughs> and exactly. going in the store and stealing a loaf of bread. Like, gaw. <laughs> oh, your uncle went to jail, which means you're going to go to jail. No. Oh, that's just, I just feel like that we are taking this way too far. In a lot of things. I hope it's still recording. <laughs> okay. It okay. Is. Nine minutes. Um, we do have a fun fact, though. I mean, we are kind of talking about this. Georgia really wants to say it. She forced me to write it down. No. Okay. So. It's about dolphins. We, we love to- dolphins. I've swam with dolphins before. I've the- looked at pictures of dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins are really cool. And they're, they communicate. You know, they're mammals just like us. But Julie has a fun fact that she came across for okay, us I before we wrap everything yes. up. Um, dolphins sleep talk. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a fun fact. No, this is a okay. fun fact. Like, this says dolphins may sleep talk. In whale song, according to French researchers who have recorded uh, marine mammals making nonative sounds late at night. The five dolphins in the marine park in France have heard whale songs on recording played during the day. At night, dolphins mimic the recordings during rest periods, a possible form of what we would call sleep talking. Not something we definitely learned because I talked about this in class after Georgia left because <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, dolphins get high. occasionally like this is crazy to me that they are smart enough to know that whenever a pufferfish blows up and shrinks back down it releases toxins that messes with their brain and so like the fact that it just non-violent crimes dolphins don't need to go to jail for getting high i swear (laughs) okay but that was just our fun little ending fact there yeah so uh, yeah now i want to go type all this out (laughs) Okay, well, have a good rest of your day. Yes. We love you, Miss Busby. We really do. (laughs) Bye.